Hello and welcome to the Decibel Beast Podcast, the official music podcast of the website's Real Resolution. I'm your host, Robert, and I just got forcibly switched to the new tweet deck, and I fucking hate it so goddamn much. Why can't Elon Musk do anything fucking right? And with me, I have... $2.99. And... Okay, mark my words. Come the end of the year, we might have scared the holes on the album to live on the on their albums. Yeah, uh, we're going to have to talk about that next week because that came just a little bit too short notice. But uh, yeah, Danny Brada, JPEG Mafia, it's finally <laughs> happening. We knew that we're yep. doing something gonna be the hypest, dopest, weirdest shit imaginable. Yep, it was felt like that, and and volume one. I hope that be. Uh, I hope that we get a volume two. Okay, but he, here's what I need. If it's called scaring the hose, I need it to lean into that concept as far as possible. I need this to be the ultimate scaring the hose album, and I can think of at least one musical idea that I will give out for free if it hasn't been done already. That will very much qualify as scaring the hose. Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia. Freestyling over the instrumental of Seabat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me they wouldn't. Uh, better oh, no. idea for them to do it than uh, Lil B. Ah, uh, uh, Lil B. I remember oh, when he yeah. was relevant. What oh, yeah, he's now? still a thing. Or he's... He, he, okay. There's an, there's another idea. They could like you know appropriate some Lil B you know instrumentals and make them better. If you really want to talk about scaring some hoes, yeah. But uh, anyway, here we are, episode two hundred and ninety nine of this year podcast. So, uh, how's everyone's week been going? It was a week, just a, a week. Not much else to say about that other than it was a week with weird weather. Well. The entire western side of the country was dealing with snow and ice and rain and, did I mention, snow in Southern California. Over here, it got up to, like, 80 degrees, and I, I don't understand how anything works anymore. Like, I, I, I don't. I, I really don't. I just I just want the weather to make up its mind, because we've been having these, like, 50-degree swings where it's 80 <laughs> degrees one day, and the next day in the morning, it's, like, 30 degrees like I know the I know the planet is trying to correct itself over the shit we've done to it but just give us a little consistency here that's all I'm asking <sighs> oh and I saw that uh, uh, at special on HBO it was the weekend live at SoFi Stadium it was pretty cool mm, nice mm, nice alright uh, Mark what about you Let's see. Um, I've also experienced some strange weather patterns around my block, around where I live at. Let's see. Income tax come last week, which is all good. That means I bought care on Tuesday. It should, it should be arriving maybe tomorrow. I hope so because because um, I've been checking the whole checking thing. But hopefully it should be all good. Oh, and one more thing. I was sick most of the week. Oh, dear. Yeah, I had this really bad cough. I keep on hacking and coughing, and we have to hack every fucking second, and it was irritating, and I, and I hate it. And I, and I yeah, that yeah, that part just sort of bummed me out. Like, oh my god, 
Faithfully, I mean, faithfully, I'm feeling a lot more better now. I mean, I ain't coughing as less. I mean, I'm still coughing, which you might, which uh, for so-called, but not as not as much or violently. I mean, you might, you might hear, you might, you might hear it, you might, you might hear it by in, in this episode. Hopefully not. I try to not be as you know, of, you know, trying, you know, trying try to contain it. But yeah, all that, yeah, all that shit happened. But yeah, yeah, that sucks. Hopefully, things are better now. Uh, anyway, as for me, well, I had a bit of a busy weekend because, uh, my partner actually, uh, came in out of town to visit me over the weekend. It was a very fun time. I was very happy, but I am now sad that they are gone. That's kind of why I had to, uh, well, we're recording a little bit later than we usually do because, uh, I had my time occupied and did not have time to plan for the week. So, yeah, I'm already very sad, but like I said, it was a fun weekend. I am, uh, very happy about the time that we spent together. Hopefully it will happen again in the near future. But uh, for now, we have to uh, move on to our usual uh, weekly business that, of course, like always, starts with a new song discussion for the past week. As always, there will be a playlist down in the description so you can follow along with us, pick up some new tunes, and mark your calendars for some new albums. Of course, uh, starting right at the top here, uh, apparently this completely, I think, my mind at least, but uh, there was a new Kaliuchis album uh, dropping literally this Friday. It's called Red Moon and Venus. I have to double check because I'm not sure we talked about, like, the announcements or unless I missed something. But, uh, yeah, so we have the, at the very least, the last single from the album before it drops. It's called uh, Moonlight. And it definitely sounds very, very sensual and romantic in pretty much exactly the kind of way you would expect of uh, good fucking music. Because it's definitely a song to, uh, you know, get busy to. I don't really have much else to add, but it sounds nice. Yes, this is very, you know, very seduct- seductive, sensual. Basically, what we all, what we, what we all saw from Kelly which is like in most, in most of her music, like it's very, it's very sensual, sexy. It's all in red, and all in red is like very. It's like you feel all good and bliss and all that shit. It's like this is kind of nice. It's like it's kind of something that I ain't gonna mention here, but but yeah, but yeah, but yeah. It's like wow, this is amazing. And now to uh, swerve all the way in the opposite direction. Uh, so, coke. So, <laughs> by, so by any chance, have any of y'all heard about uh, the new crowning achievement of the cinematic art form known as uh, Cocaine Bear? I still have not seen it yet. I need to get out this weekend to watch it. Because it's yeah, about that, a it, fucking bear that does cocaine. Effectively, yes. <laughs> yes. it did well in theaters this, this weekend. Number two, and, and it the fight expectations. And other people who bitch Very about nice. please, and, other, and, and other people who bitch about we're the movies. Well, see this one, you fucks. Yeah, go watch Cocaine Bear. I like to see Martin Scorsese try and top this. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, as a tie-in promotion thing to the movie, you know, there's been a lot of things uh, going around to promote it. We have uh, the song we're about to talk about here. So, a little bit of backstory. So. Back in 1983, uh, a rapper by the name of Mel Mel, or Melly Mel, I'm not entirely sure. Melly Mel. Melly Mel, right. A former member of Grandmaster Flash's Furious Five, which sounds like an obscure DC comic superhero team from like the 70s, dropped a track called White Lines, parentheses, Don't Do It. Now, flash forward to uh, about 40 years later, I believe, 
And now we have a Redux version of the track, uh, of course coming courtesy from Modern Rap's most uh, iconic coke fiend, Pusha T. Yeah, and we, here's the thing, like, we joked about, we, we, we joked about how it was going to be a subject to be Pusha T on it, and lo and behold, lo and behold, they got a song with him, I'm going to him do the remix of basically the most, well, one of the most, well, druggy anti-drug songs because this was, you know, you know, it's an anti-drug song. I mean, it does make you <laughs> want to do drugs. Like, okay, okay, okay. Like, the original goes like, white lines, fishing dreams of passion going through my mind all around the, basically that. But, but of course, we got this, you know, the 2020 version, which does keep the spirit of the, well, does sound like, keep the spirit of like the, you know, the old 80s song, but, Sort of, but sort of like, you know, updated a bit. So, so, updated a bit, like, it, it, it ain't the usual Pusha T, um, you know, gr- like, like, like grimy shit you, you, you would hear on one side. Like, it is like, it, 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 it doesn't got that, you know, that very, like, that 80s soundtrack kind of, well, not totally 80s, but sort of like 80s type of shit. But yeah, but, but yeah, like, I don't hear, like, if you don't, look, I mean, okay, look, it's Pusha song. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's about cocaine bear. What the fuck do you mean it's, it's going to be? It is a Pusha T song about cocaine for a movie about a bear that does cocaine. It is a very coke-tastic, even if it is kind of like a minute short, but yeah, you know, that's like, about as long as it needs to be. Yeah, all, yeah, all, yeah, although, like, I guess he wants to, I guess he wants the lyric video, because, like, the full, full song is, like, what, three minutes? Seriously? Yeah, 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 it's on the, um, Wait, YouTube. why would the lyric video be so short compared to the full song? I don't, I don't know, like, I, I don't know, like, it's on, like, the YouTube page of, a uh, Batlock Music, which, uh, that's, that's part of the score, which is done by Mark Mothers, Mark Mothers Ball, I believe? Of course, because, uh, he pops up everywhere. Did he do coke? I need to know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, moving on from all that, uh, Hmm. Oh, hey, look, the clock's going off again. Hold on, I got it. It's a Griselda clock. But sort of, it's now coming. Well, okay, well, sort of. Well, it's fucking, it's coming o'clock. I'm gonna call it that now. Look, sorry, we don't have it in the budget to get a specific clock for him yet. He's still operating on the Griselda clock until we can approve the budget for that. All right, so uh, all right, so yeah, coming the machine. Who, well, le- well, okay, like even like, even though like okay, like 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 last year, like like I'm gonna mistakes. This is this last Griselda thing. I mean, still technically, but not, but not like on the label wise. But 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 yeah, well yeah, like he made a lot of shit out like like last year. Apparently, he he had two EPs out last year called Organized Grind Two or What Has Been Blessed Cannot Be Cursed. But he has a new album coming out next month, which titled "Won't He Do It." Okay, any in any in any, any single out was this title "Super Bowl," which is okay. You could release this a, a couple of weeks back, but okay. And then and the future verses from Three Six Mafia member Juicy J and um and you know Houston rapper Sauce Walker. Okay, now, okay, but before we get into the song, before we get into the song, I need to recite the following, because I I thought that name sounded familiar, 
So I went to Sauce Walker's uh, discography page on his wiki, and uh, I need you all to know, here is a list of uh, mixtapes and projects that he's done. And these titles are absolutely real. In Sauce We Trust. (laughs) Sorry for the sauce. With the number four. Sauce Theft Auto Splash Andreas. <laughs> Sorry for the sauce too. Don't let the sauce fool you. Letter U. <laughs> Holy sauce. <laughs> Sorry for the sauce three. The sauce father. Oh. Sauce ghetto gospel. Oh God. New Sauce City. Oh sauce. So- Sauce Ghetto Gospel 2, Lost in the Sauce, Sauce Train, Sauce R&B, Sauce Beach, Florida, and his most recent, as of December 2022, Sauce Ghetto Gospel 3. That's a lot of sauce. Good lord, man. Dripping really in de- sauce, you'd say. <laughs> this guy's really dedicated to the gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, and you know the song is like, I think the best verse up here is from Sauce Walker, because the dude the, the dude was kind of the dude was kind of pulling his ass off on here. Like he he had he had like a, like a lot of energetic flow on that shit. Like especially when he did one rap when one where he says like so, like I know like 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 a whole like a whole like Rap thing where he, where, he, where he referenced Jerome Bettis like you know Jerome, but I bet you won't beat his that like something like that. But I, I, he doesn't better than he doesn't better. But yeah, like okay, as other rappers like come, like like come do this thing, Conway. I mean, like come do this thing. You always know what Conway does. He you know he, he got some good boss going there. Juicy J is okay though. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah. This song is like this song is it's more of a you know like you know like this got that you know that. That trap something to me though. That okay, I won't say like not trap something more like something like something like Houston, Memphis type of shit. Considering you know, you know, you know, your rappers from you got trappers one from Memphis and one, of course, from Houston. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, this yeah, this is sort of different. Well, not different from what we're coming, but sort of like well, slightly different from what we're coming. But okay, this is definitely something different. I I, I, I would hear from him. I don't know how I don't know album will go, but I will go, but yeah, but yeah, and uh, yeah, oh yeah, I'm sorry, I was coming to that. I kind, I, 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 I kind of like how like the uh, I like the single cover, but him like him like where it's this drum work entertainment system, where it's basically if it's like a if it's like a NFL game with basically a skull and a dude. I mean, well, you know, basically like a football player, but skull like yeah, that shit. It's kind of yeah, kind of creative like that shit. Now uh, we just need uh, them to, uh, I don't know, maybe we could get uh, Conway to appear on a Sorry for the Sauce 4. <laughs> Which I guess is just going to have to be Sorry for the Sauce. You, you kind of screwed yourself on that one. It's kind of like, it's kind of like Left 4 Dead. Like, what are you going to do if you ever made it to part 4? <coughs> left 4, 4, Left 4, damn. It's like a four for four combo from Wendy's or something. <laughs> you, you gotta plan these things out better, Sauce Walker. We'll see what twenty. We'll see what twenty twenty three holds. But uh, yeah. anyway, moving on to the next track here. So uh, a while back, I finally dived into the music of uh, Yaiji, a producer that I've heard about from the blogs and stuff for a while. Uh, 
kind of liked what I heard. And uh, looks like she's in the process of uh, gearing up for her debut studio album with the Hammer coming out uh, April seventh. So about a month, give or take a few days. Uh, we have the latest release from the album done. Let's get it. And uh, much like a lot of her music, it's pretty much all about the vibes. Very low key, soothing, nice house music that has a lot of very uh, you know pretty melodies and stuff. It's perfect for throwing on, chilling. Maybe taking a nice drive through a quiet cityscape. Yeah, I'm gonna say this. This is kind of, this is kind of nice. Like some like like blissful yet blissful yet. Uh, like you know, interesting thing, interesting thing going on. Especially with the video, which is like, oh, we'll say them going around. I I, I know it says they're coming in Korea because I'm not because. Yep, Korean. Like like in Korean, like some lyrics are in Korean. It's on Korean, so. Um, it's just like some like some like some like some very vibey shit going around, which okay, very vibey aesthetic, playful like a very playful aesthetic, which is like okay, that's kind of nice. Yeah, like very nice. Yes. And uh, moving on to the next track here. So, a couple of years back, uh, Churches, aka the preferred band of one Mister Hideo Kojima, uh, dropped their newest studio album, Screen Violence, uh, in the year after in 2022. They had uh, signed a pretty major uh, deal with a couple of new record labels. Well, new to them, but pretty big deal because the labels were Island Records and EMI. So definitely uh, quite the glow up from there. Now, here we are in 2023, and we have the first single the band has released in signing that deal called uh, Over. (laughs) How very on the nose for a song title. But, uh, yeah, compared to the more kind of, like, 80s New Wave-ish, like, Cure-esque style they had on screen violence, this feels more like typical churches. Like, if your brain had to imagine, like, what most churches' songs sound like, it would probably sound something like this, you know, lots of very sugary sweet synth melodies, lyrics about, you know, love lost and romantic troubles, all that stuff. Kind of a letdown from the last album, but, I mean, it's alright. Honestly, going full in on, on the synth-pop style was the best thing that they could have done. This is just pleasant, and I really enjoy this. Yes, I am very picky. Don't try and sway me into similar acts. I hone in on what I like, and this is, this is good. This is good. What they said. <laughs> and uh, speaking of uh, bands... Uh, with synthetic leanings admired by famous creatives in the Japanese entertainment industry. So I assume we're all still a little bit sad about the dissolution of Daft Punk, an Mm. act so goddamn cool that they once had one of their own albums adapted into an anime. Rest in peace, Leiji Matsumoto. Mm. But uh, of course the other guys have been uh, keeping busy in the meantime. Uh, We in fact have word that on April 7th, former member Thomas Bangalter We'll be dropping a new solo release. Surprisingly, though, there is not an ounce of electronic to be found on this one. Uh, the project is called Mythologies, and it's actually an orchestral work that he composed for some kind of ballet production from last year. So, yeah, d- no electronics, just just ballet orchestration. Two things that I am totally an expert on. <laughs> Nervous shit, <you> guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All I think I could really say here in this case is that 
I think I really, I think it has a nice sense of pacing to it. Like, if nothing else, I can at least, like, vaguely imagine the kind of dance choreography that's supposed to be going on underneath this music, you know, based on the mood of its various passages. Like, you know, it has a lot of uh, whimsical melodic arrangements, occasionally, like, swelling into these more uh, vaguely menacing passages. Your occasional dose of uh, solemn, like, lone violin leads here and there, and it definitely sounds like French ballet orchestrations. Sure, yeah, let's, let's go with that. Um, I, I sure wasn't expecting Baroque cinematic orchestral music to be his next avenue of choice, but I won't say no to it, given my history with being in uh, school orchestras and the like, learning how to play this kind of music, understanding you know, the nuances of it. So, sure. So, something I would... I would blah, 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 I'm getting tongue-tied just thinking about it. It's not something I would willingly go to, but it's still something that I can appreciate if presented to me. Also, Daft Punk, Random Access Memories, 10th Anniversary reissue coming out in May, I think. Yeah, it's been 10 years. Oh, God, God, Where, is, where does the time go? It's been 10 years since that fucking album. It's, we're just, Jesus. We're just the last album. What's, man, that's, man, that's, that's depressing. That's, that's more depressing shit. But yeah, we, yeah. yeah, after this track, um, I appreciate it. It's we it's we it's we it's 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 we're going it's we're going like oh this the this is one half of that punk doing this or well he's now doing this and it's fine like I don't like, like I'm like I don't look look I don't know shit, I don't know that much about orchestra stuff but I can appreciate it. But uh, yeah, now that we're all done appreciating the orchestra, time to move on to uh, the last song on this list, something that's at least a little bit more familiar territory to myself and Alex as well. Now, uh, we're about a few weeks off from uh, the girls in Baby Metal finally dropping their much-anticipated new album, The Other One. Coming out March 24th, we have the latest single from the album, Light and Darkness. Now, this one feels like it aims for a bit more, like, dramatic gravitas than, like, banger metal hype, letting its a lot of its, like, synthetic verses build into these very big, soaring choruses, Pretty much the best way I could describe it is textbook, anime, ending theme. Like, if there was a cinematic to go with this whole album, this would absolutely be, like, the end credits theme. Like, Baby Metal's Bizarre Adventure or something. Uh, sure, yeah. It is a bit more laid-back in structure. It's almost like it's a combination of pop songwriting with, like, a marching triumphant groove like I'd hear in believe it or not, Trivium or Amon of Mars. And yes, that does fit. Just think about it for a moment. And it works out really well here. Apparently this is going to be the second to last track on the album, so it's probably going to build to something much more grand when the album drops and we hear it in its full context. But uh, yeah, a couple weeks away. Let's get to it. Here, here. And uh, that'll about do it for the new song discussion. Going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we have a bit of news to talk about here. So stay tuned.
and we're back. So we have only two news topics to discuss here, but they both follow a very similar theme, that being garbage decisions by popular streaming companies. First up on the uh, docket, or I guess first one under the axe, is uh, Spotify. Hashtag Daniel Eck as it showed. Now, uh, I have not used Spotify in quite some time, at least a year at this point. Made the switch over to uh, Apple Music and have not looked back since. Yeah, I... Top Notch has some cool interface stuff, like, you know, kind of the cool... What's the word I'm looking for? Karaoke lyric mode. Mm -hmm. Some really high-quality audio streaming options. Pretty good stuff. Exactly the wavelength that I want for a good streaming service. And there are other, you know, stuff like Tidal, which also has, like, you know, high-quality... uh audio options if that's which i have yeah so you know pretty cool stuff like that so uh what's spotify been doing to try and uh, amp up the offerings on their particular platform ai powered dj feature (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um they've decided that they're going to roll out a feature a robot DJ in the app, which this article describes as a computerized song spinner with a, quote, stunningly realistic voice that cues up music based on your musical taste and listening history. Uh, apparently, I believe it's already been uh, rolled out. Uh, at the very least, it's going to be rolled out by the time you all uh, hear this. You know, uh, the beta's out Wednesday for Spotify premium users in the U.S. and Canada. And, you know, it already has, like, its daily mix and Discover Weekly auto-generated playlists. The difference here is, of course, that uh, it has personalization technology combined with the generative AI that comes from, surprise, surprise, OpenAI, the company behind that fucking annoying-ass chat GBT bot. (sighs) Okay. What's the one thing... You don't want to hear when you're in the middle of a playlist. Some random ass bot chiming in after every song. Who is asking for this? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like it's like what it's like back in the day we had one of those mix stations and things always saying DJ DJ what the fuck and then turn that shit up. Do something. Still beat him. I fuck you up. Wait. <laughs> Like, uh, okay, okay, so, personal experience here, so, I used to work as a DJ at my college's radio station, and, uh, while I did occasionally have to, uh, chime in, at the very least, to discuss what songs were being played, you know what I would usually have to do? Uh, if it was the, you know, rotation shows, I would chime in about every 20 minutes. If it was my personal specialty show, I only had to chime in at about the every half hour mark or so. You know what I wasn't doing? Obnoxiously blaring my voice over every single fucking song. For a reason. Because uh, we as actual DJs actually have a sense of uh, etiquette and class. And we understand you want to hear the tunes first, and then maybe us second. Yeah, because no one wanted to hear them going, DJ Barracuda, on the mic! DJ! <laughs> DJ Azure! DJ Azure! Mr. Yeah. Mac, on the mic! Nope. Yeah, <laughs> N- nobody wants to hear any of that. Especially, not some AI-powered algorithm fake voice thing that chimes in, because, surprise, surprise, Spotify is one of those big tent companies that tracks your data mm. and uses it to its advantage. Yeah. 
Tell you, if I ever pulled some shit like that on broadcast, I would be justifiably tased. Uh, uh, let it be known, at least with Apple Music, with their, like, karaoke mode, that's just done through simple audio phasing. It's a very simple trick you can do. This is just stupid. At least with karaoke, you can you can actually sing along to it and have parties with it. This is just stupid. This is the textbook definition of a solution in search of a problem. Uh, but, but don't worry... That uh, high-res audio format for Spotify is coming any day now. They've been saying it for the last two years, and it still hasn't happened yet. Yeah, it's totally happening at this point, just like the Yuri on Ice movie. Um, (sighs) Robert, you're not making me go to Florida to beat the fuck out of you for that. (laughs) Listen, I'm salty about it, too. It's been seven goddamn years. What the fuck? Yeah, that's what happens when a big company gets too big and decides to work on a whole lot of other things. Yeah, they might as well just say, you know what, let's just mash up. You're an ice and chainsaw, man, for fuck's sake. Just for the fuck of it. Now, funny that you mentioned companies getting too big for their own good and the concept of animation, because now we have to move over to the second news topic here, which concerns... Fucking Netflix. Here we go again. What the hell did they do this time? Well, um, good news. They didn't pitch the idea of uh, possibly remaking the entirety of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Mm. Is there no one around to just slap David Zaslov in the face? Apparently not. They've all been fired. Oh, God, of course. Mm. But uh, the bad news is uh, there's yet another casualty in their aggressively annoying and highly disproportionate purging of animation projects on their platform, both current and prospective. So it's been known for a bit of time that uh, they've been there's been some some moves in trying to get a gorillas feature film off the ground. Some form of, like, you know, animated adaptation. There's always some rumor about that floating in the pipeline, and the Netflix one seemed like it was the most concrete. But, uh, unfortunately, according to a uh, recent interview uh, with the Belgian publication Humo, uh, David Albarn said that the project is basically dead. So, uh, yeah, keep in mind this involves uh, some Google translation, because the original language of the interviews in Dutch, but um, when he was asked if the film has been quote, permanently suspended, Alborn responded, yes. That is to say, and without naming names because the whole matter has not yet been settled, the streaming platform for which we were making the film is withdrawn. They started to panic because they were making too much content and decided to cut back on their movie offerings. And, has been classic Hollywood practice for decades, the guy we were working with has moved on to another company. From then on, you have lost your guardian angel, and there seems to be a bad smell hanging on you. Hollywood is quite territorial. If a new guy comes along, he must and will have a different opinion, even if he secretly agrees with his predecessor. <sighs> Fucking wonderful. Fucking Netflix. Another one hits because these fucking people on Netflix just think that... I don't know what they think. I don't even think they know what they think. Mm. Yeah, this this kind of this sucks. Like, in the oh, 
and we've been we've been waiting for this shit for a long time. It's like we like 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 the more thing about maybe should have maybe maybe should have been worried about that considering they've been canceling any other project or any project we ain't heard of, but they canceled the idea of it or down like that shit. But still, yeah, it's like for every, it's like at this point. You know how they keep saying that Pluto is going to Netflix? I'm not even sure if that might still happen. Like, like I expect whoever made that decision to just fucking shit their pants and trip over their own dick. Mm. Uh, Netflix has just not been in, in our good graces for the last little while because uh, apparently in an effort to cut costs, they're just cutting whatever they think doesn't make them money, like, guys, you're the people who bought that fucking garbage-ass Marmaduke movie with Pete Davidson in it. You're not hard up for cash! Wait, is that where that movie was from? Yeah, it, it was made by some other companies, Netflix bought it, and it is one of the worst goddamn movies ever made. I I still distinctly remember following your tweets about it, and j- I just could not believe that what I was watching was somehow real. Yeah. <sighs> There's an audience for everything, Netflix. You have to find out how to cater to them and deliver. And we know you have the resources for it. So fuck off with this shit. Yeah, Lord knows how much work was actually done on this before Netflix in particular decided to pull the plug. The closest thing to, like, a maybe bright spot if you're being, like, naively optimistic about it would be that... I don't know, maybe some other streamer might pick up the project and fund it to completion, like Peacock or Paramount Plus, but, like, like the, even the stereo, the last line of the stereo gum pl- piece even is like, and I quote, but who even knows these days? Yeah. Like they're exhausted by this shit. I mean, I mean, I will say maybe Apple TV, but then again, I don't know. Ah. Mm. Uh. I hate it here in Hell World. Yeah, don't we all? Yeah. Oh, so so yeah so so yeah um, so yeah so yeah fuck you Netflix for the for uh, keeping us from having a good gorillas movie, among other things. Yeah, among, yeah, among, yeah, yeah, among, yeah, among them too. That's just one on our gigantic list of grievances we have with you all. Yeah, but we don't got time to go down that whole list. Otherwise, we're going to be here for another hour. So, uh, yeah, time to uh, move on from the news discussion now that it's done. Uh, Last little bit of business here is, of course, the new album releases for the week of March 3rd, 2023. Uh, Starting at the top, we have the new collaborative album from Full of Hell and Primitive Man with Suffocating Hallucination. Then, of course, there's the new uh, album from prog metal band Haken with Fauna. Uh, there's a new one from noise band Shushu with Ignore Grief. Uh, the newest album from rapper Slow Tie with Ugly. Uh, apparently, there's a new solo album from Macklemore called Ben. Oh, he's, he's there- making music? He's making music? Apparently. Hey. Of course, from Dreamville, we have the soundtrack for Creed 3. <laughs> And last but not least, as previously mentioned, the newest Kaliuchis album, Red Moon in Venus. Uh, anyway, now it's time to uh, clean house and get the hell out of here. So, Alex, where can they find you on the internet? As always, Aura of Azure, or I just sort of pop in and ramble like an incoherent idiot, like half the internet does. 
except I acknowledge that I'm an incoherent idiot and I'm not acting smarter than everyone else because I know I'm an idiot. Fair enough. Uh, Mark, what about you? Twitter, Metal Media, I, I say shit. There you go. Uh, on my on my site, my headboard, headboard.wordpress.com, recently put an updater because I have a dead shit this much shit this month because either uh, either because either I I ain't found nothing yet or I have but I have but too easy to do it or I don't know it just fell apart. And as for me, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, etc. at Rob Barracuda. You can email me at Robert at SurrealResolution.com for uh, questions, comments, concerns, and inquiries. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Google Podcasts. New audio-only episodes go up every Wednesday. Video usually goes up on the official YouTube channel. So subscribe and hit the bell tab so you're notified whenever anything new goes up there. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Surreal Rezo. Like us on Facebook. Visit the website, SurrealResolution.com for written articles, this podcast, podcast O&A, all of that good stuff. Uh, be sure to jump into our Discord as well, since that would be the most uh, convenient way to uh, find out about uh, new updates to the site and everything. So, uh, yeah. Uh, that'll about do it for this week. We'll, of course, be back uh, you know, uh, next week with more of the usual business. So, uh, until next time, uh, just, yeah.